and then we start talking. <laughs> yeah, that's been that quite a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a podcast is like riding a bicycle. <laughs> Pick Sport. it up, put it down. Today is Thursday, Mar- May 13th, 2021. I'm not going to stop getting this wrong. This is the producer's happy hour. We are two producers on opposite coasts. Lawrence Lewis is in LA and I'm Sister Christian in New York City. We're here chatting over drinks about what it means to be a good producer, knowing that these days it's more important than ever. Yeah, it really is. And we want to hear from you. So please join the conversation at producershappyhourgroup.com or email us at producershappyhour at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your comments, your your show topic ideas. If you want to be on the show, let us know. Um, or better yet, send us a voice recording so we can hear uh, someone else's voice for a change. Exactly. And do us a big favor. Um, like us, <laughs> rate us, review us, um, <laughs> everything you can do on Apple Podcasts, because it really helps, you know, with algorithms and shit. It really helps um, other people like you find the show. And if you have questions uh, for us, you can join us for office hours. Uh, yes. Chris, yes. We, we believe in mentorship and sharing information in this business. So if you are new to the industry, if you're stuck somewhere in your career and need some advice, hit us up. It's the same email, producershappyhour at gmail.com. And just let us know you'd like to have office hours with us. And we're down to chat. But the have a drink ready. <laughs> the, producer, the producers are in. But hopefully it's happy hour and you can have a drink ready. Yes. So, Lawrence, what are you drinking today? I have retrieved a frozen margarita from El Condor. They've been great through the the great Panini pandemic, selling frozen margaritas on the sidewalk. Oh, uh, it I was love lovely. That. Now they're open. You know, they're open for full service, of course. But uh, that that was a great treat last summer, and uh, it's heating up again. So I grabbed one for today's show. I know it's been hot in LA. Yeah, it really has. <laughs> it's been un- almost unbearable. It is uh, like mango and uh, classic swirled and combined. It's Ooh. amazing. It sounds what about delicious. You? What about I'm you? having a course. Like it's been a pretty, <laughs> pretty tough <laughs> week, and I just had to grab the first thing that I could grab because I need it right now. <laughs> yeah. Where are you? Your sound sounds a little different today. So I know you're on location, but uh, yes, it am. sounds like it's a secret and you can't say anything. I can't, but um, I'm I'm secretly drinking on a stage <laughs> locked away in a tiny little corner that nobody, I, I selfishly enough asked one of um, the production assistants to find me a quiet area to record because <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> do it from home. Right. So he was so lovely to find this and here I am. And um, I snuck a beer in my purse. <laughs> nice, nice for happy hour. Happy hour. How, and how's your week been? You've been busy. You've been crazy busy on a bunch of jobs. Mm-hmm. It's definitely been busy. And um, there's been a mixture of where they've been, you know, I've done a few remote ones that have been elsewhere in the country. And then on this large one in New York, it's definitely, there's a lot going on right now. Everybody's very much eager to advertise and or promote yeah. their show or get mm-hmm. their content in the can, as we used to say. <laughs> Yeah, very true. I've been juggling a lot, I guess I should say. Uh, bids and holds and bookings and shows. And we're going to talk about this, but I'm on one now. That's all c- celebrities. I can't say oh, much about yes. it. But <laughs> So if you think our schedules are crazy, oh my God, wait until you get into celebrity schedules and trying to get 
you know, three days packed with celebrities. Uh, it's really, it's really hard right now Ooh. because everybody is flying somewhere and doing something. And that's why schedules are fast and furious. Like you said, everybody wants to advertise and everybody wants to get their content out. And uh, it's most people that I know are, well, people that can, you know, production teams are prepping more than one job at the same time or prepping and wrapping or, you know, overlapping as much as possible because there is just so much work out there. Yeah. And I think that that's a pretty interesting point because I can remember when we used to keep that a secret. Yeah. We used to not tell, I mean, we used I to, know. especially if you didn't know your two different producers, if you're a production manager, you just never said, okay, I'm going to be doing this and this at the same time. You just didn't. Yeah. And now it's I just, even felt odd saying it just now. Well, well, yeah, exactly. Because it's really unheard of that we are, should be talking about it, but now it actually becomes, it's actually a prerequisite. When you um, speak to somebody, I know as a producer, I've offered to say, listen, I, I understand if you're on something else, but this is small enough that you can probably do both. I've yeah. offered. Oh, and yeah, then the, the flip side of that is that the production team may say, yeah, we're on another job. If you feel like you're okay with us taking on your job, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. So there's all there's permission yeah. right now, which before yeah. it was secret. <laughs> exactly. As we're saying, and it's not even just producers, it's production teams and art departments and all that kind of stuff. So I've certainly said it to stylists. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, certainly said it to, obviously, except for the build and wrap grips and electrics yeah, and those people. Yeah, yeah. But uh, absolutely, I've said it to the rest of the prep teams like, oh, I just need four talent dressed, which before that would have been like somebody, uh-huh. two people with five days to, to dress four talent. Whereas now it's like, just shop for them while you're shopping for thin other people on another job. Exactly. Exactly. But like, as we're saying now more than ever is, you know, we need to be buttoned up great at our jobs because we're juggling so much more these days and it's a lot of work. So that's, that's, you know, got to be top notch these days to be as multifaceted as we need to be. Ooh. Time for our show topic. I think that we should talk about working with celebrities. What do you think? (laughs) That sounds great because we are both doing that. Can't say too much about the jobs we're on, but both involved in jobs dealing with celebrities. And that is one of the fun things about what we do, right? Working with a celebrity mostly, Mm -hmm. but it can also be like full of landmines. It can be. And I also, I mean, I think that this happens a lot, especially in promos when you, well, obviously if it's a commercial for the NFL or something, you've got like sports celebrities or a NASCAR. I've done a ton of NASCAR. Mm, I did and, too. Um, yeah. And so those personalities and management teams and spouses and, you know, it's all wrapped up together. And then you have television shows where, you know, you do what we call mondos. And that term means, you know, the entire promotion for the show series. So you have all of the celebrities scheduled at times. They go through BTS, which is behind the scenes interviews and PR stuff. They do on air camera promos, direct to camera, maybe reading from a teleprompter. And then also they do prints. You know, you have multiple stages sometimes and multiple ADs doing schedules and moving people in and out, having 10 dressing rooms, 10 trailers. It can become a monster. Yeah, it really can. So we have a bunch of tips or topics that we've come up with that can hopefully help you in kind of making it a successful day, whether you're a producer, production team, even if you're a wardrobe stylist, just, you know, knowing that there's a lot that comes with a celebrity is important. And all that really needs to be set during the bidding process. 
right? It does, especially if the personality has a, a full management or personalities have full management teams because everything from the to their vanity squad meaning mm-hmm. their uh, you know hair makeup and wardrobe to the what they required for their dietary needs yeah. all of that needs to be because it can become quite expensive it is it is so like hopefully the bidding process was very thorough and all that information hopefully, was collected yes. hopefully sometimes it's not But then that's okay. That's when you come in and you get all the details. And the good thing with the celebrity stuff is anything that wasn't kind of set up properly in the bid becomes an overage. So always, always have that in your back pocket. I always say, you know, when you get the handoff of the job and you're finally introduced with whoever's handling the celebrity, whether it's a PR person or their agent, assume they know nothing and just start from scratch. Send them the scripts, send them the schedules, send them the maps, confirm everything that you know about so nothing gets forgotten in that handoff because, you know, they might have been sent an old script and you have a new (laughs) one, but the new one came out the day before you started and they're preparing off of an incorrect script. I've definitely seen that happen before. And you always just kind of start from scratch and assume they know nothing. Assume that they know nothing. And I've certainly been on stages before when the very first time that the celebrity has seen the oh, yeah. any creative at all is when they walk onto your set. <laughs> yeah. And you've also been told for some reason they only have an hour <laughs> to be there. And they're, <laughs> yeah, so you have to be completely buttoned up. Just assume that they've not seen it. Exactly. And get the time allotment window clear, right? Oh, so yeah, you, they might say you've got two hours or you've got three hours or you've got, even if it's six hours or eight hours, know what it is, know what those hours are and the note. Does that include lunch or not? Sometimes it's like they show up here and they show up there. And whether you feed them or you don't feed them in between, that's the time they have. And sometimes some celebrities come camera ready because they like to get ready at home. Mm-hmm. So that time might be not included or it might be. They might want to get ready on set. So does it include glam time? Does it right. include lunch time? All that kind of stuff. I try to include a little bit more for... Um, oh, Yeah female talents than what they say. And I also try to, and this is a good tip. I used to ask the AD to do it, but I realized that I just, I prefer to have the conversation myself because I learned so much more. Speak to the hair and makeup person separately about how much time it's taken in the past for them to get this particular celebrity ready. That is valuable because the agent may say, oh, just give them two hours when it's a solid three hours. And your entire day has been put an hour behind because you trusted the agent. Or- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the agent's always going to sugarcoat things a little always. bit. They're go- and they're going to say it's less time than what they need so that we plan on getting them out sooner. And that reminds me, there also is this thing that if you send over your shoot schedule the day before and there's an out time of 6 p.m. on it, let's say, I've had agents start to call you at like 5 p.m. saying you're out at 6, right? I heard you're behind. You're out at 6, right? So uh-huh. just speaking to the hair and makeup team gives you that extra information that you need to make sure that your day is completely scheduled properly. Exactly. And speaking of vanities, that's part of the after that handoff, you get your allotment window kind of clear, making sure you've got all their vanities, personal assistance, driver's information. You got to make sure all those people are in place. They know the right date. They know the schedule as well. That's really important. And then finding out who is your main point of contact for the agent. It might not 
I mean, for the for the talent, it might not be the agent. They might hand you off to a personal assistant. Or a manager. Or a manager. I've had that many or times. Or all three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and had then, that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. And um, you get a different I, answer from each one, just so you know. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I was surprised for Marlon Brando. I worked with him. Oh, his listen bare, to this brag, everyone. <laughs> that's not a brag. It's not a brag. This is, a, this is anecdotal evidence about working with a celebrity. I was given to his personal assistant who lived at his house mm-hmm. and was also his caretaker. This was oh, the end of his life. His he wasn't very, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He wasn't very healthy and she was also kind of mm-hmm. looking after him and mm-hmm. she was very sweet and very mm-hmm. helpful. And it was like close and personal into Mr. Brando's life. It was, uh, it was a little bizarre. But also too, like it just speaks to how every situation is different. Yes. And every celebrity handles because they are individuals should be handled as an individual. Yeah. Exactly. Car service is super important if you have to provide ground transport, right? You might have to use their own or their own driver or mm-hmm. a vendor they like. But mm-hmm. if it's your own choice, do not cheap out on that car service. Use the top of the line, the kind that provides car tracking. So you can actually see on the computer where mm-hmm. that car is. Mm-hmm. So you know exactly where they are. Treat them like a five-year-old and you got to make sure they get to where they're going. Because Lord knows if they go to the wrong gate at the studio you're at, oof. Exactly. And I also have to say that there was a time when um, there would be a debate whether or not you should have a production assistant versus a professional car driver. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, um, there's too much that could be blamed on production. When you use a production assistant in a rental car, you should just go and once you've established a relationship with somebody like BLS or Music Express, then you explain who the celebrity is. Nine times out of 10, they may have driven this person before. Mm-hmm. That's true. And um, you can also uh, describe and the type of driver and express your expectations to the car service. Mm-hmm. And that, that level of car service will absolutely understand yeah. and follow your request. Yeah, they get it. And they will step up uh, if you're using one of those proper car services. I, you know, this was funny because this was one of our, this was one of my tips of the day in like one of our first five episodes. <laughs> but it, but it, but it's what I said, because we talked about celebrities back then. And I said, you know, think about every touch point for that celebrity along the way. You know, mm-hmm. from the day they wake up, if they have glam coming there to get them ready or whatever, the car, the driver, is there paperwork inside? Is there going to be a script inside for them to look at or a schedule or something from the gate? You know, like if there's a, if you're at a studio lot and there's a gate, put a PA at that gate to make sure they get in. And there's no troubles at the gate. Inevitably, somebody's not going to be let in or told to go to the wrong studio all the time. My turn to brag. So, yes, it happened to me. (laughs) um, And I got a random 310 cell phone number calling me. um, And it happened to be Dolph Lundgren. And he was like, I'm at the studio and they won't let me in the gate. I'm like, don't they know who the hell you are? And he started laughing. But, you know, like you never want to be put in that situation where you have a celebrity calling you saying, like, why why the hell can I get in? That is awful. No, well, it was great. He's still on my phone. (laughs) 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 That is what you should be prepared for. And he was just there to do it for a fitting. He my, just went my, to Universal for a fitting, so. This isn't a personal brag. It was another friend of mine that was doing a shoot with uh, Sally Field. 
<laughs> oh, nice. And the same thing at, at friggin' Warner Brothers, or maybe mm-hmm. it was Universal. They didn't have her name on the list, and they didn't right? let her in. And, and I mean, like, look, I mean, like, I'm sure they recognized you. Well, maybe like, not. <laughs> they might only be talking to the driver, but still, it's like Jesus. It's Sally friggin' Fields. I know it's so good, but it happens. It, happens. it does. It does. And then um, I really because this just happened this week for me is dietary. One of the celebrities we were working with is vegan and I'm not talking like, mm, I'm a yeah. vegan now kind uh-huh. of vegan. You, no, like you know, level this person three. Is, oh, this person is fucking vegan. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. This serious. And it's a light, it's a complete and total, you know, fitness life thing. So you have to be um, very, very aware. Your caterer, your to your this mm-hmm. the craft service person who puts snacks in their motorhome to the gift basket you give, everything needs to be thought of. It does. And in fact, uh, what I like to do is I like to, even though if you have catering there and you've got a meal specially made for them, is be prepared and have restaurants yes. uh, menus ready to go and, and call those restaurants to find out how mm-hmm. what their lead time is on a busy Wednesday, especially if you're in a busy city area. Just have backups because they might hate the catering. And then you need to be ready to get them something else. Yes. Or it's always a nice little bonus to say, we absolutely have this. But if you were thinking Uh about maybe this vegan hut place that is great around the corner, they have this. And that's always just a little like, well, maybe I'll have a snack this afternoon, you know? Yeah, totally. And if they're not vegan, just have have a friggin' sugarfish menu in your back pocket. Where do you go? <laughs> I know. Like, it always goes. That is an so easy win. That's an easy win. <laughs> um, one other tip that I like is just kind of always preparing both the director. A lot of people get starstruck or excited, especially young agency groups that you're working with a celebrity, but kind of preparing them for possible delays or mm-hmm. any possible bad behavior. Yeah. As producers, especially experienced one, you can sense with certain questions or certain um, requests how the day is going to go. So if you're sensing it, then not saying to put up any red flags because it always makes somebody nervous. And then all of a sudden, like everything went well. And and the agency's like, why did you say anything? It's really more of feelings and understanding that you're sensing something. So maybe try to dive a little bit deeper into that to make sure that uh, you have made the potential aware. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. A lot of times, you know, they'll they'll, uh, come up with crazy fun stuff for the celebrity to do or say or something if it's a I, I, this is coming from an experience i'm not gonna say who but it was a comedy spot it was a promo celebrity talent and they're like oh what if we had them do something zany <laughs> and then it's like I'm like okay i just want to be prepared for the reality that they might not want to and they're like that oh they seem so fun they seem so like- fun why wouldn't well, they? Because, <laughs> and then, of exactly. Course. I mean, I think that it, uh, what I had to do, I had the same thing happen and I had to explain that, um, yes, that the the personality that was that is seen on television is not the personality that this person really is. So going yeah. back to treating them as an individual, mm-hmm. <laughs> because if they don't want to do something. <laughs> uh, guess what? <laughs> I mean, you, you want a sourpuss on your hands? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, they manage their on-camera persona very, very carefully and very thoughtfully. Exactly. Because um, it is exactly because it is a brand these days. It's a brand. Yeah. So don't assume that because they're an actor, they're going to, you know, do a pirouette for you or whatever it is your zany, <laughs> zany script is calling <laughs> yeah. for. And they're also not a trained animal. 
which is, I yeah. think, how a lot of celebrities feel whenever you ask them to do things like that. And uh, figuring out the the right way to not offend your agency or client by explaining that to them is something you should be prepared to do as well. hundred percent. Yep. Look, the timer's running out, but we've got a good, we've got five minutes. So we'll buzz through these real quick. We'll buzz so, through these, yeah. I mean, I think a really great one is to always ask about a teleprompter or cue cards. Yes. Because if it's the first time they're laying their eyes on the script, then um, they can't expect it to be, to be able to absorb it. Exactly. Uh, so ha- always having that standing by or in the back of your head. Sometimes they even make cue cards, even if the celebrity says no, and just right. have them at the ready, mm-hmm. just in case, especially if there's like a big chunk of copy. Mm-hmm. Um, green room, trailer, uh, is there a writer? You know, you got to ask all that stuff and make it look nice. Even if you're on some dumpy stage, <laughs> find something, put some flowers in there, put some air fresh, go smell it the day before. Yeah. It could smell awful. There that could have been a smoker in there. Exactly. Like, really. to me. Think about <laughs> think about it as if like you're putting your grandmother in it, <laughs> and right. uh, and uh, you know what are they are they going to be comfortable? You know, uh, so really focus on that. In addition to that, the entourage, like how many are coming, then you should plan for that because if the green room is a, is a nine by nine box and they have five people coming with them and it's COVID times, you should uh. really be prepared to um, speak to your client and say. This is what's happening and we need more space. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of COVID times, all the entourage needs to be COVID tested right now. Under Right current. now? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, hopefully down the road, these mm-hmm. things will be, uh, be easier. But yeah, if the person's coming with uh, 10 people, they all need to be tested before they're allowed on your set, right? Yes. Don't forget, I mean, I know we could do this now. We've been doing it for years, but inform the crew, no photos, no social media, no autographs. No fucking autographs. No fucking autographs. I can't say yeah. that enough. Yeah. I mean, this is an individual. They happen to be famous, mm-hmm. but that they're still an individual. And the last thing they need at work is to be asked by other work people. Yeah. For other professionals their, in the yeah. industry. Come on. Knock it yeah, off. We're professionals. And then the last thing I would say is once you know you're doing a job with a celebrity, I'd ask some other fellow producers, fellow wardrobe people fellow onset people that have worked with that celebrity and see if you can get any insight mm-hmm. on their personality, how they like to work, likes, dislikes, all that stuff, because, you know, that's helpful. But also take it with a grain of salt because somebody might have had a bad experience once. And that's it's always easier to hear that than to hear the five other people that are like, oh, yeah, it was fine. Exactly. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. So there you go. I think everything's a takeaway today. To I honest. think we took away the whole entire thing, right? The takeaway was all those things we just said. All those things because you just never know. Like, just understand that you're working with an individual and that the person that you may have seen on social media, on television, or in magazines, like, like back yeah. in the day when they were in a magazine, I oh mean, <laughs> that person is still an individual and you should be thinking about them as a person first. And planning, 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 really thoughtful planning and just a lot of consideration and a lot of care to make it a very comfortable experience on set. That's it. That's it. Producers Happy Hour was created with the help of Christopher Daniels, who is a treatment designer, and he created our logo and branding. And Kyle Puccia, who is a music composer for TV and film, he created our show music. And this episode was edited by the fabulous Eric Beals. 
Thanks for listening, everybody. We are back next week. So in the meantime, be safe out there. Send us your voice recordings or emails to producershappyhour at gmail.com. Christian, how do people get a hold of you directly when they want a top celebrity uh, commercial producer? (laughs) (laughs) Sisterchristianproduces.com. Lawrence, if people want to hear your beautiful voice or have you produce for them. Voiceoflawrence.com or lawrencetlewis.com. See you. Bye.